Hey, welcome to Wide Shut. I'm your host, Logan. I'm your host, Jesse. He's your host, Jesse. He's your host, Logan. Um, now, we we like to consider, um, as much as we would crave that viewership, uh, we like to consider ourselves above, above things like the uh, young man who did his thing with the Japanese suicide forest. Yeah. I... We just watched the video. Um, it is offensive. Mm. I was not personally offended, but mm. I I probably take more to offend than your average person. Mm. I'm not going to pretend that it wasn't in bad taste, but... That's pretty much it. It was in yeah. bad taste and he's been called out for it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, his apology did not read like an apology. I don't think he doesn't look capable of actual um, no. empathy. Well, that, He's too wrapped up in himself. They're all heavily promoted by Disney, right? Are they? Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident that. Uh, I I can't I find that hard to believe in this one, considering the shit that he releases. But he's he's an offshoot of his younger brother, isn't he? I don't even know. I don't understand what he is, where he came from. It's always hard to tell with that sort of shit. Yeah. But um, I'm a bit... I kind of always wanted to go to that forest. Yeah, I still do, for the sake of going there. Not. Yeah. I, I, I never film it in that type of... Okay, he's a vine person. Yeah, he, no real fame. Like, yeah, it's... Vine, one of those peoples. Yeah. Moved into an apartment complex in LA with other vine stuff. That that's the worst part about um nope. <laughs> I like how fast Wikipedia works. <laughs> Incident in Japan. Yeah. They didn't really make jokes and laugh about the body. If if you were going to interpret it with a massive level of devil's advocate and not trying to be reactive, you would he say that they, the shock. they like, made yeah. awkward jokes because they felt really uncomfortable. And they were standing around waiting for the police to show up. At no point does their face suggest um, that they're actually getting kicks out of it. Yeah, it was it seemed more like he was in shock and just um, running his mouth because he's one of those people that runs his mouth when he's in shock. Yeah, uh, I... If I was in that position, I would absolutely be making awkward jokes. Mm. Um, but probably wouldn't release it. No, that's no, that, that's the key thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not good PR, man. No. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's a movie where, uh, where the, the, that girl from Game of Thrones gets lost in the suicide forest. Uh which I'm pretty sure is just called The Forest. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Haven't seen it? No, no I have oh, not okay. seen it. Um, but I'm I'm pretty... Con- I mean, it was a shithouse movie. Well, uh, yeah, and I don't... Yeah. But is, is that fine? Because I'm not... I, that, I don't even... Was it shot on location? It, it doesn't matter if it was shot on location. If they found a real body, obviously, that footage wouldn't be used... Um, but you got to wonder the level of hypocrisy involved with these 
YouTubers that come out with uh, video like reactions to this guy condemning him. It's like, yeah, you could just condemn him with a few words. You don't actually have to bandwagon it. Bandwagon it. Talk Turn it into minutes. content. Like it's you don't we. You mean like we're doing right now? Yeah. But we're not condemning it. We're just discussing the event itself. But people go on, on and, and condemn for, for 20 minutes how they're sickened and how it's yeah. this and it's that. And then they talk about how many views they've got. Like, yeah, I mean, shut the fuck don't, up. don't misconstrue me as coming out in defense of him. I think his entertainment product is shit. But then that's because I have absolutely no idea how to appeal to young demographics. <laughs> Um, I have no interest in it. No. Well, my fucking pot food is loose. Yeah, it, it. I consider it to be crappy, but I don't. What am I trying to say? I didn't find it that offensive, but I don't really, as a person, have many moral standings on anything. Oh, uh, yeah, and just the people who are uh, feigning, not feigning offence, but feigning offence, or just. Yeah playing outrage turning it into a hyperbole for the sake of um because they're filming themselves they've got to have some sort of emotion to display right or else their people won't understand their viewpoint yeah and on the internet um it's all about drawing a angry line. misplaced yeah rage is a pretty good way to just how does this affect me and then by default my viewers yeah wow mm. the, the 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 forest movie the the author uh david goya who wrote it oh. came up with it yeah goya, you know, it's great he, he literally read the wikipedia page on the forest and thought "Ooh, that'd make a good horror film what somebody getting obsessed with something hmm. do they actually go became obsessed with and being obsessed no, trans- filming in the uh, yeah filming in the forest is not permitted by the government filmmakers chose a forest near the Tara mountain in Serbia to double as the Japanese forest in which the so, so the slogan Paul douchebag wasn't even allowed to film there and he did no well maybe maybe you can't get film right no I just I, it, I surely it, it you literally just, can't take just a camera says in filming is not permitted in the yep. forest yeah surely you shouldn't be allowed to take a camera in there at all otherwise there'd be pictures of it posted all could over we, all, all the time and promoted heavily for so all. i guess the question is could we record a podcast there yeah we could doesn't say there's anything, anything to do with audio right yeah we're just taking a phone call in there that's true yeah you could just go there and, and make a cell phone call <laughs> um we'd, we'd find out no, you just go there and write down your experiences and come back and talk about it on the podcast. You wouldn't need a yeah. live report about what you're feeling right now. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like, I... How do you rationalise a place like Spookers? Now, for <laughs> obviously, yeah, New point. Zealanders understand, or should understand what Spookers... Spookers is a closed-down mental hospital that has been turned into one of those... Um, haunted by actors and costumes event sort of places where you walk through it and people jump out at you and grab your ankles and shit mm. so it, I never personally saw a problem with it but my girlfriend is a big advocate of the idea that it's a horrifically fucking yeah it's a distasteful yeah it's absolutely distasteful yeah. um, it's offensive to people who have any form of mental illness yeah. um, 
and yeah. anyone who had people who lived there the, the to stay multitudes there. of people that died there yeah it's um like like doing something it's like doing like that in an actual like graveyard for the sake of yeah i mean graveyard. at least jake paul didn't um start a business in a cemetery logan paul logan paul he got your name um uh. hmm. um you can just start a business. <laughs> true <laughs> he didn't start a business there um, yeah yeah hey i always yeah like is that worse i mean i've been there more than more than once is that bad i, I i'm genuinely asking like, yeah i don't know i personally i always found it a bit iffy that they chose to yeah use an actual place that was used in very recent years Especially because um, most of the kids that are there that act that that do the jobs there are clearly theatrical types, which makes me assume they've probably had some run-ins with mental illness. Yeah. yeah. But there you go. Um. Yeah, you'd think they would have just been like, "Yeah, okay, we acknowledge that this is this was here, so we're going to find something that's kind of just down the road from it and, and uh, do the spookiest thing at this house." You can literally do this anywhere. It doesn't actually have to have a real history to it. Yeah, but the the history is one of the big selling points, isn't it? I think initially, yeah, it was. You're using implied hauntedness to Mm. sell fake hauntedness. Mm. Is it... Does anyone believe shit is haunted anymore? I don't know. Yeah, I... No, I I still want to believe shit is haunted, but I don't. Yeah, we think we I... subscribe to the uh, X Files Two mentality to everything. We, we, yeah, we want to believe. Well, I I, S- I, I want Billy Connolly, Billy Connolly, Billy Connolly. I want supernatural shit to be real because it's cool. Mm. Which I guess that in itself is trivializing the hardship of the dead. Well, to be fair, you can't necessarily call it the hardship of the... You can't well, that, really uh, care about the hardship of the dead because we don't know, understand what the dead are actually dealing with, if they are dealing with anything. Um, it's the hardship they suffered while they were alive, which may have resulted in their uh, yeah, premature yeah, death. Yeah, the, the crapping on the memory of the yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm reminded of an anime I watched once. It was about a bunch of people that met on a chat room that we're all going to commit suicide yeah and they end up just like having experiences together uh, and all agreeing not to kill themselves ah oh, so like a Hikokumori breakfast club is that another show no like breakfast club oh. movie where there's just a bunch of teens yeah but with Hikokumori yeah, yeah but um they they sort of span all walks of life like you know like an old like a salary man a rich right. old guy who's super lonely I think a young teen girl and all it takes Single is for them to meet like somebody with a slightly different life to realise how good they might have it well, I think it ends with one of them still does kill themselves don't remember I just remember it being really good hmm. don't remember how or why I ended up watching it yeah. but it was good probably shit on my mind at that period I I want to go to somewhere like that forest because I like maybe like is the wrong word but 
I want to be in the presence of that overwhelming, eerie mood. Mm. Much like I want to go to lots of other places like Chernobyl. Chernobyl or, yeah. yeah. Um, the DMZ. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything with a significant... Um, would you go to like i mean obviously if you could go you'd go but one of those types of places that never even occurred to me to want to go to was um like a concentration camp yeah i would i mean i would but i wouldn't enjoy it like no i think the only reason it never really occurred to me is somewhere i'd want to go was because um central europe holds no appeal to me as a destination yeah yeah yeah. I always thought a lot of Central Europe just seemed like a boring place to visit. Yeah, considering how many thousands of years of history you've got to choose from across Europe, the last hundred years don't seem that interesting to me because we've learnt it every year of school. Yeah, and and it's our it's still considered our history. And the languages change and the people change, but the scenery doesn't, doesn't change no. that much considering how many different empires you're crossing. Yeah. Like, would you find it more interesting to go to the, like, Auschwitz or, or a concentration camp? Yeah. Or just a memorial that they've set up? Because uh, the Holocaust Memorial looks, f- f- like, really cool. Does it? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look this up. You want to look it up? Holocaust Memorial. Ooh. Yeah it's modern as fuck yeah it's really cool like interesting what are the so to paint an image it's basically a giant square full of concrete rectangular blocks jutting out of the ground Mm. at varying heights Mm. sort of forming like an almost an ocean swell but what's the meaning do you know Uh, you haven't ever thought to look it up I should have but is it is there like one for every no nah, because there's no, not enough millions of them millions of um. <coughs> location interpretations it's meant to produce an uneasy confusing atmosphere okay the whole sculpture aims to represent a supposedly ordered system that has lost touch with human, human reason, reason. I'd give it that. Something that you that you look at from a distance, or like from right within, you're like, I don't feel at all. It looks like it reminds me of um, the the sandcastle city from the Deep Dreams and Inception. Yeah, it's like yes, it's technically a city, but you're very aware that nothing lives there. Yeah, and so therefore it lacks. The the artist would say that. Eisman has said the number and design of the monument has no symbolic significance. Does vaguely resemble a cemetery. Cemetery, yeah. Looks a graveyard for those who were unburied or thrown into unmarked pits. I think it's a, an artist's job to not say that there's any significance to to anything you make. Otherwise, you're telling people what to think about it. Yeah, that's not the point of. well especially something like this yeah. where it's it's as much about and what people is it bring actually called memorial to the murdered jews of europe 
Really? That's what it's actually called. Memorial to the Murdered, murdered Jews, Jews of, of Europe. Europe. That's bleak. No, I wasn't the only ones murdered, but all good. Yeah. Where 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 is the line of um of event? Where is I mean I'm asking a lot of questions today, but yeah, well, that's what we do. We throw them out there and we try to answer them and either big backpedal or we research. <laughs> <laughs> where where is the line between just people killed and Jews specifically? Um, like what like and the fact that questioning it feels anti-semitic whether it is or isn't yeah i I couldn't even begin to try to answer that because more polish died than jewish right correct were they jewish yeah i believe they were polish jews yeah okay well that's different then. yeah but you know yeah gypsies gays mentally ill yeah it has absolutely become physically disabled the entire thing is just about jewish suffering yeah Mm. but relative what their relative proportion to the whole is I've no idea so I wouldn't really deign to comment on that mm. so we won't <laughs> yeah but don't watch The Forest it's an awful film yeah it's literally a- girl goes into forest girl sees shitty um, like do it yourself sci-fi monsters like you know like the the person that all of a sudden their face stretches out and the texture of their face changes type shit oh yeah that's one of those like that level of uh, like I just did the horror tutorial for After Effects yeah yeah uh, um and then basically she falls in a hole oh like uh and I think like gets, white noise pretty much <laughs> I mean he fell down an elevator shaft but uh it's a good film It also so much of the plot is cribbed straight from the American remake of The Grudge. Oh, really? It's not even trying to. Like, girl's sister dies, girl comes to Japan to find out why her sister dies. Yeah. Meets white man who lives in Japan. Mm. Is it? Starts investigating. It it is entirely just a rip off of The Grudge. Yep. It's not based on any Japanese version of the film, eh? It seems like it should be with such a bland name like The Forest. It's it's from um Sigoya. Screen Screen Genius Screen David Escoyer. Hmm. I feel like it's um the Dark Knight trilogy. Isn't that more Jonathan Nolan? I think the Nolans wrote the story and he wrote the script. script. Uh. Yeah. Um, <coughs> nothing wrong with Goya's screenwriting abilities. He's got good storytelling and stuff. It's his filmmaking that kind of ends up being quite shit. Blade Trinity. Yeah, well, there's, he directed there's a... that. But he wrote all the Blade movies. So. Well... Why, why, I mean, I guess ultimately he always wanted to be. A, 
you know like some of these people you think why are you that when you clearly meant to be that yeah but i don't know i guess he probably always wanted to be a director Mm. but certainly not what he's good at nope um what i i watch the other what would you watch the other day yeah what i watch the other day what's that one thing you watched the oh. other day? so i rewatched um django unchained and inglorious bastards oh yeah don't know why just did was on netflix and it happened huh. fair enough <coughs> objectively what do you think is better um in terms of just a, a, an experience of watching a movie it's with the suppose what you django is significantly less a um quintessential tarantino movie than glorious bastards right yeah Glorious Bastards has the decentralized plot with the little vignettes that cut apart. Multiple threads of characters all coming together. Yeah. Um, It has the, 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 uh, what are they called? Like, fuck. Pressure cooker scenes. Yeah. Whereas um, Django would have been just more like a spiritual prequel to Jackie Brown. It's that black exploitation. Yeah. Singular, central. It's, um, character who does this great thing because it's it's a it's a filmically historically great thing that this type yeah. of character tarantino would do getting in a back film. to what he loves yeah. um wishing he was black <laughs> <laughs> and making love defeat oh yeah oh yeah I, I always and the first time around i always felt that it was a misuse of christoph waltz mm. christoph yeah yeah christoph Christoph, yeah, yeah. I originally felt that the 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 what was his name? I feel like he just started Fr- stealing, no, the, Fritz. stealing. Uh, yeah, Fritz. Now Fritz is the horse's name. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> the dentist. Yeah, the um, I feel like he was just taking uh, roles away from Tim Roth. Tim Roth. What? I know that name. It's the yeah, other guy that Tarantino puts in his movies. It's basically um, um, Br- oh, right, British. Right. British Christoph Waltz. Yeah. And he's no, nowhere near as good an actor. Oh, no, he's pretty good. Is he? Yeah. I I am I am I'm left unconvinced. Mm. Probably not in not in any grand kind of way in a Tarantino film. Yeah. But he's done some good work. Django. DJ Oh. And if if he i don't know whether i i watched it with it in mind because um yeah the 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 german character i changed my mind about i i decided he was a great fit for that film mm. um but the i sat there wondering whether trimming down the runtime and removing some of the tarantinoisms would actually benefit the film or not mm because his films are so far up his own ass in terms of style i don't know whether you could ever separate them from that but you know things like there's zoe bell in a mask for some reason mm. she gets a, killed she like never tw- has a line there's a 20 minute yeah there was 
quite a lot of footage cut. No, I'm sure there was, and stuff. but yeah, yeah, but that was unnecessary to even have them in that to begin with. Um, it's it's at best anachronistic and unlikely because. Yeah, could you trim this down? Look to at all those men hours? in that room and tell me that they would hang out with her. Yeah, could it be trimmed down to two hours? Maybe one Carl gang. Solid yeah. film, or could he have gone Kill Bill with it and done a Django film? It's two hours long, and then a Django Unchained film followed a year later, where he's actually released. Yeah. Gets to partake upon vengeance that you're gearing for him to do, because in the first film it was basically just getting the shit kicked out of him the entire time. Yeah, well, in the um, that's that's what I'd enjoy watching. There's a, there's a massive cutoff in that film where it ceases to be. Like once he starts shooting, it might as well be a different film. Yeah. I think that was don't, part of his point. It's, it's certainly not in like a bad way. No. I mean, you look at the start, the... I mean, it's probably as much about costume and everything because I've never considered Jamie Foxx to be a great actor. Mm. I just thought Jamie Foxx seemed like somebody that thinks Jamie Foxx is more profound than Jamie Foxx is. I think he's a good impressionist. Aye. And that's where he... Because he, at the start, he pulls off um that sort of naive uneducated un- uneducated um he he actually comes off as really dense mm. it may kind of like in a pootie tang kind of way where he's just roaming around the plot not yeah. really knowing what's happening because well, with his with his um heavily separated teeth and the buffy hair my first thought was um bloody uh, Eddie Murphy's buckwheat carrot <laughs> that's yeah, probably okay. racist in some way shape or form but not intentionally mm. um, but then you watch throughout the film as he's educated and as he, he he actually gains a sense of agency he never had at the start yeah yeah and it also just made me think about how people work and is that something like does depriving somebody of language really make them actually make them dumb mm. I mean like the the whole when you look at the that's like examples the, of what candy like sort of wild children and stuff they get raised in the wilderness and don't get to communicate with people yeah they usually if they don't get that language in the first couple of years they're fucked yeah but they they still exhibit a form of sort of cunning yeah there's there's instinct there to them whereas to me at the start of the movie he's playing the slave as a white person would assume the slave thinks yeah or it he's, could be the fact a, that you know he's not only has he been deprived of, a, of a those basic fundamental type of human components to be sociable etc yeah but he's also been broken yeah as a man he hasn't been raised up as a like, yeah he's been slave for his entire life yeah but the idea is they would physically and mentally break these men yeah so that they became like that but but would a would a someone that's come to accept his fate and has been just worn down would the would the sort of one in ten thousand as they all racistly refer to him yeah would he be a smart guy that you see the smart in his eyes and he just keeps his mouth shut and does what he's told because he knows that that's what he has to do to Mm, stay alive or would he actually be like completely dense until he was until he was smart given language yeah yeah he came across as as genuinely dense to me in the first part of the film yeah Yeah. and it 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 really made me think is Django a movie that has to be made by a black person for it to be a good movie Mm. because it 
for all Tarantino's wanting to cast the black guy as the cool guy and make him cool throughout the movie and then show his coolness as he fights back against his white oppressor um uh, Tarantino still ultimately candy sitting in the corner wanking off to the the idea of the idea of the black men fighting for their own thing because yeah. he thinks they're cool yeah like it, it's it's not empowerment as much as it is just another weird machination of slavery if uh, you know what I mean but I mean with Tarantino and, but, you've got to take a step back and realise that for all intents and purposes of all of that stuff he is a, at, at his base he is a cinephile so what he yeah. possibly is doing is just playing up the stereotype that was established in the film that he grew up to love yeah with and, i mean he's somebody that puts bloody um like missing frames in his own yeah, films yeah. where it fucks itself up just because he thinks it looks cool but that's something you get by fucking up so it's not like a it's it's anachronistic yeah. but it's, it's a but it, nostalgic thing but it's not a good thing but yeah it's still can Django be a black empowerment film because it, it sort of lacks a self-awareness to its own context like, and I, I don't consider myself to be a particular rightsy person I definitely believe in equality but yeah. I, I think in a perfect world a white dude can make a movie about the triumph of a black guy over slavers but still seems like it's story being told wrong yeah yeah I mean, but then I don't know that it necessarily has to be as dark and serious as like that one I've seen that looked like it was mostly just a guy screaming and running up hallways. Mm. I don't know what that movie was called. It just seemed like a weird combination of um, like what if Get Out was film was created by a white guy? I don't think it would have been able to get away with half of what it got away with. Yeah. Um, and does Tarantino get away with it because he's like a Trump of movies? just doesn't give a shit um we expect crazy from him so when so, he's crazy we're like yeah well we knew that was coming yeah uh, maybe he's he made this you know oh it comes across a little bit as uh you know cool black guy does cool black guy things but also um bad white bad white guy does bad white guy things and oh not all white guys are bad guys because this white guy surprisingly from germany is a nice guy yeah um yeah, ironic so that tell the story so much. War II yeah. Yeah. German is the, the enlightened one. Yeah. <coughs> and um it it took the support of a white man to raise the black man out of Which there's nothing wrong with that because that's basically what we're pushing for in this day and age, that equality is not the same as um um uh fairness to give something that's true we're all about fairness now eh? not equality equality shouldn't be the same thing because some people haven't had that step up to begin with they've had stuff taken away from them so or never had the opportunity to achieve so giving them equal footing upon everyone else means that the ones that are ahead are always going to stay ahead yeah and I always saw that fairness means that you need people to eat $50 worth of food a week to live we've worked that out you know just in what I'm saying yeah <clears throat> so if you don't give everyone that some people have a hundred dollars to live off of but some people need to be brought up to that 50 to begin with yeah but the the modern logic is more um you, you, some people live on a hundred dollars a week some people live on 50 a week 
so we poke out the right eye of the people that live on a hundred dollars a week so that the it's it's all i don't know that's there's not really it's not really relevant to what we're talking about but yeah i always view it today as it's more like yeah don't don't empower those that have had less pull the the ones that are up higher down to everyone else's level which seems flawed but I think so much. And Sheer that's where prosperity the rather than... Yeah. Um, that's where the argument tends to get lost is that we're trying to... That they're trying to uh, not just strip back those who have done something for themselves, but the ones that have managed to build so much up on the backs of those that have suffered. Yeah. Those are the ones that should not be punished but have to pay their share. Yeah, I'll definitely that's the way it should. That's usually where the middle to upper middle should ideally be ignored. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's the rich of the rich giving, creating jobs in the first place, potentially. Yeah. For the worst of the worst, off. Yeah. But that's where the government is meant to be that that third party create, figure. Yeah. Well, you got you got to create puppeteering that, the entire um, thing. The circular system. Yeah. And representation across all lines. Yeah. And all class systems. Yeah. To advocate for all the right stuff, but when money buys power and influence then it gets heavily skewed and that's when you get create that line in the sand where people go no i'm i've worked hard for this money because you know i've worked yeah. hard for this money and yeah and um yeah back to the movie thing that um it was only this time re-watching it with libby somebody mm. who has feelings about things yeah when we watched oh. it, i think together we did so as um I personally watched it as a movie. Yeah. I never really clicked on to most of the social underpinnings of what was going on mm. beyond, yes, black people used to be slaves. Some countries probably still are. Yeah. But um, like that, that guy gets ripped apart by dogs. <laughs> and like the, yeah, the, the fighting to the death and that, I, I'm definitely somebody who has to osmose feelings of disgust off other people. I don't really get them myself. So I, I need to see somebody have the appropriate reaction to go, oh, that's what that should elicit. Yeah. It's not to say I'm a sociopath. I just, <laughs> I miss things I've noticed a lot of the years. No, it comes with experience. Yeah, well, like I'm... A lot of people are hardwired a way that you can't... I'm the legitimately just too open-minded yeah you can i you can emotionally connect to something yeah and and feel empathy for something but you don't necessarily have to wince and cringe and 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 actually that's true feel be affected by something that yeah. you personally haven't been affected by that's the only that's a survival technique surely because if we had gone through history <laughs> being like that at every instance there's a balance people who get overly attached to things that would never affect them you, yeah you call them the snowflakes right yeah the ones who 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 but they're, they're fighting a social cause or a good they're, they're, but they're yeah, also yeah. a good barometer for what is an overreaction and what yeah what yeah or what a reaction looks like yeah exactly i suppose yeah i, suppose. I was thinking overreaction under, no reaction yeah yeah i yeah, I, I assume you're quite similar. Literally, just would not react because it doesn't. I I look at that and go, yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah, 
I'm of the mindset that if I react to that, then what should I not react to? If you don't draw, <laughs> don't draw a line to something that hasn't personally... Yeah, well, when we watched the um, Serbian film, yeah. it was mostly just... Oh, that shouldn't uh, happen. But that happens. But oh, uh, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, just occasional scowling. Yeah. Kind of screwed up nose. Yeah. But I didn't take any way, any of that away from the room, did you? No. No. Hey, is that bad? No. I mean, we're not going out there and doing it, which is what people... Oh, that's you know, fucking yeah. Yeah, you know, not not that we're mimicking it, but across you know these things exist because humanity is capable of those things. Yeah, holy shit! They made a sequel to Skyline. Oh really? Oh uh, okay. Yeah, no. It's, like, I, what is it? Like, it's good to see how real, not real people. How other people feel about these things, so I can see what is appropriate and not appropriate for everyone else. Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I guess. I mean, something that's I know that's changed with me over the past decade or so is, is yeah, how mental illness and suicide affects other people. Not necessarily because of how that's affected me. Yeah, but because I can see now that there is a real world consequence to people taking some of that too lightly, and that is people hurting themselves. Whereas yeah. a lot of the other stuff that we're used to being like, yeah, that that sucks, and that's probably what that was. But there's no, um, there's nothing coming from that now because all we're doing is talking or watching something or, or looking at something, a, um, a subject matter that doesn't have that. So like we don't we can cope with it but because we can cope with it we can't learn from it possibly yeah well i mean we're more likely to learn by watching some other person struggle and then go oh that's the yeah. this caused that yeah. okay this does not look like a very good movie is it gonna cope and it, is it gonna bring back the other dude that somehow turned into an alien for some reason Oh god! Oh, that looks like a Power Rangers thing. I love when you get the person like fist fighting a guy in a rubber suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this Transformers? Why they're like yes, I oh shit, that looks bad. It looks like they actually stole things from um, like the Transformers servers and recolored them. Yeah, that's not good. Mm. Well. We look forward to that one. Shh, shut your face. Shut your goddamn mouth. Do you think Black Panther actually was four hours long? Four hours? There's a like a statement came out said that the the original first cut of the film was four hours long. Approaching four hours long, yeah. Oh no, I read that it was 145 minutes long. That's the only thing I ever saw that, of it. But that may be an actual time, final, yeah. yeah. Surely not. No, it's just like, yeah, some leaked thing says that it may be. Why do Indian films suck so much? Because um, you've got no quality control in India. Yeah, but they have a literal different definition of quality. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you can't try to convince I realize we're not watching an Indian idea. film, <laughs> You can't convince... Uh, 
surely it's just a culture of arguing with each other until you just get to do what you want anyway and you're just going to do it yeah regardless of what people tell you to do well now i but i don't know so i um remember hearing from a isn't this just that intro to that call of duty map um do you uh yeah with uh yeah, where the president gets deposed and you just get like taken in a car to yeah, a yeah. political rally and then shot dead. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Wait, is this a. Is this an Iraqi James Bond? <laughs> I mean, I'm for it. We'll have a martini halal, not stirred. <laughs> I know, this is it then? Oh, I was right all along. <laughs> I'm sure there's a dance number and somebody's going to have random superpowers. It's going to include legitimately stolen assets from a different feature film from Hollywood. <laughs> Wait, an Indian and a Pakistani? Mm. Don't they hate each other? Yeah. Oh, wait. It's India and Pakistan fighting together against terrorists. But against ISIS. But, but. Is that Joaquin Phoenix? He looks like a white guy. <laughs> this Christmas. What? Oh, no. It's okay. It's Triple X. Yeah. It's Triple X if directed ah. by Capcom. But funded, <laughs> yeah. but funded by Jaguar. <laughs> It is going to have a dance number, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, like, Indian movies are getting better in terms of their production quality. Oh, that's just saying, like, the Chinese films are getting better because of the production quality. Like, that's just because they're all made by Americans now. <laughs> That's the thing. The difference between the Indian film industry and the, uh, the Chinese, Japanese, Korean film industries they they had their own style genre versions of films that they'd even make and then they started adapting like big blockbuster style things india just saw something that hollywood was already doing like we can do that yeah yeah i'd, I'd give you that but like no one did chinese no one did wire fighting goofy... historical like oh i suppose they kind of did with like clear pat not well, the, the weird thing stuff, about the chinese but, you know. wire fighting is they have um like period drama TV shows that still yeah. include occasional scenes of wire fighting. Yeah, yeah. There'd be like awkward TV scale plots, and then you have like one person wire fighting like 30 foot soldiers wearing that are probably duped on the screen a few times. And there's nothing wrong with that. It, it comes it from Chinese opera, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, they don't believe that just there was a historical guy called Lubu that could do that shit no they just knew that Lubu existed and they um they do what Hollywood have always done and just uh, Shakespeare the fuck out of any historical historically significant story yeah. that's why I don't seem like to it. think that there's any problem with um the whole based on a true story and then people go oh well, that never happened and this never happened and they never said this and it's like no but I don't think Julius Caesar ever did what he did in uh, in the Shakespeare play and no uh, uh, you know, if Macbeth is based on a real person, I'm pretty sure witches weren't involved, but all good. You know, just yeah, it's a story. 
and it's a story that's been told a thousand times. So yeah, naturally you're going to start doing a, a, a version of events just for the sake of yeah, a version the, of events. The telling of the story is more important than the telling of the truth in that case. Yeah. If people really cared to know the real story, they'll read a fucking history book instead exactly. of going to a movie. And even then, that's all, all. Is Josh Brolin the new I Wear Shorts in movies? Somebody had to fill that vacancy. Ah, uh, Paul Rudd. Nope. Yeah, I know. I said that <laughs> wrong name on purpose. <laughs> what have you done, Paul Rudd? Where are you? He's making all the Avengers films. Ah, uh, yeah. Still seems like a weird fit. Like, it works. But in my head, I'm still thinking, like... Brian Fantana. Be your Paul Rudd. Hmm. Fantana. Did you, you watch Sicario, the original? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I just think more movies should have Benicio Del Toro in them. He's basically playing a Charles Bronson character in this, isn't he? Pretty much. Okay. But they, they put him beside all the Americans because they don't cope with what he's doing as well as he does. Mm. Interestingly, I mean, what I guess... What did he win the Academy Award for? Del Toro. Yeah. Said he was a winner. Shay? Che. 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 Benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro. Benicio of the Bull. Yeah. One one Oscar. Miscellaneous See? crew. Whoa. <laughs> Sound like a weird horn. Ah, <laughs> oh, traffic. Traffic. I've not seen traffic. Oh, that's, that's one of those movies from like the. What year is it? 2000. Yeah, yeah. Like. Classic Soderbergh. One of those movies from before movies got good yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah, but naturally the, the first line includes the president. Oh god! Yeah. Um, you know what I did watch as well the other day. What's that? Fucking um, Zack Snyder, Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah. Still, still the oh, greatest oh, movie. Oh, oh, oh yes. It is. I I can legitimately watch it any time it comes yep. up. It is the most rewatchable film, and that that's why I consider it my favorite film. Mm. There are movies that I know are better that I like more. Yeah. But, like, I fucking love Alien. Mm. I can barely stay awake through Alien. And I fucking love Alien. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead. What's. Like, it's the perfect combination. Directed by Zack Snyder, so it's going to visually keep you interested. And written by James Gunn, so it's going to be. Yeah. Really funny. Like, I, I didn't even know it was James Gunn until I watched it the other day. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Mm. More like Jason Gunn. Am I right? I don't know. He wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. They don't know. He wrote Slither. And Super. That was a good film. Yeah. I liked uh, the other one better. Special. <laughs> oh, with uh, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. He took a appeal. And he jumped off the counter. He's powerful, but he's just a meter reader guy. Yeah. What's Sarah Polly been in recently? Nothing. Nothing? Uh, yeah, Olivia and I were discussing that. Wow. She... She was in, uh, she she was in to... Splice, eh? It was her with Adrian Brody in Splice. Yeah. Okay. Wow, she hasn't been in... 
anything since 2010. Do you think she got Weinstein? When she played the Hillary. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. Or she was Clinton. Um, uh, well, I lost her. She, her last oh. film that she was really in was Splice. Wow. What did they do to you? Yeah. Can you... Uh, where are they now? Room? And is she still uh, talented? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is no doubt that she is talented. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I'm confused. You would be. Sarah. Sarah! Ashley! Sarah! Polly OC? Sarah Allen Polly OC. What does OC mean? Is that an original Canadian? <laughs> original Canadian! No wait, is she um, is she got a like, uh, uh, was it like Order of Canada? Yes, it would be. She's only thirty. Transitioning to more adult roles. Oh, she's oh, she doing child porn. actress. No, <laughs> she was a child actress. Well, I won't go and watch it then. <laughs> wait, her, her dad's worthy enough to get a. Oh, he's a filmmaker. Mm. One of these days I'll be able to record a podcast without getting a blocked nose. Oh, yes. It's because we cooled this room so heavily. Oh, I mean, she's not in nothing. She was directing things after 2010. Oh, there you go. Mm. No, yeah, that's what yeah. she does. She's a director now. She, a writer, she's, a yeah, she's gone beyond all... What are those? Are these TV shows? Or? Do you take this waltz as your lawfully wedded wife? Canadian miniseries. Canadian documentaries. Canadian documentaries. Actra. But still, do you think she got yeah, Weinstein? She's got Order of Canada. Huh. She's she's a Knight of Canada. <laughs> Sarah Polly, Knight of Canada. Knight of Canada, buddy. That's I assume that's presented by um, what's his name, Sean Connery. Mm. Sarah Polly, the Knights of Canada. Knight of Canada. Knights of Canada. Cock. That's probably why they still call them the OC Order of Canada. Kappa Omega Charlie. We'll call that yeah. an episode, yeah? Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah, why not? Call it a short one. This has been Wired Shut. Yes, it has. Salutations. He's your host, Logan. I'm your host, Logan. He's your host, Jesse. I'm your host, Jesse. And we out.